Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 13 of the To Be Fair podcast. Today, we got Deshaun Watson responding to allegations. The NBA playoffs are coming up soon, and the MLB is fully underway. The spikes are up, the bats are swinging, and we're going to give away some money for the bracket challenge. Here we go! Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the To Be Fair podcast. Welcome back to us as well. Uh, I've been on a little hiatus, been a little sneaky bender. Uh, we were home for Easter. We've had final exams coming up. The uh, The weather's been too nice not to go sit by the pool and eat burgers. You're not lying. Not wrong. But uh, we're back on track. We're back, we're back in the lab. Um, you know, if sports podcasting was easy, everybody would do it. So we're back, we're back in, on the grind. Good content coming up. Uh, for the folks, gentlemen, how's everybody's week's been? Pretty good. Doing pretty good. Can't complain. Huge. Today's leadoff question, we're about two weeks into the season. Who has been everybody's favorite MLB player to watch so far? Mr. Willoughby, start it up. Got to be Acuna. Just, or as at the, uh, the Phillies heckler would say, Acuna. But, you know. <laughs> Not you, the oh. fan. I was going to say, I was like, wait. Yeah, not, not you down no, there, it Mr. Cam. Braves fan. It was a Braves fan. Yeah, Heckling the Phillies. Heckling That's Braves it. Yeah. But, yeah, so mine has to be Acuna. Justin? I agree. He's playing with so much. Uh, I guess he's not playing with so much. He's, like, enjoying the game. He runs around, dances. He fucking hits home runs. He's amazing. Just fun to watch. He's like, it's like watching the best kid from your high school, like, area, district, whatever. And he's just head and shoulders better at everything compared to everybody he's faced so far this year. Yeah. Just like running like he scored on a ground ball to shortstop. Yeah. And one a little the, blooper to, to behind second, right? Yeah. One of the uh, Braves players said uh, Kuna's so good they want to know what league he's going to next. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not one of the typical Nationals fans that bashes and hates Acuna. I appreciate great baseball talent and fun people to watch. And Acuna is definitely that. Mr. Cam, I mean, I'm going to go off of Acuna. I mean, he's obviously a top-tier talent in the league, but I'm a big fan of Alex Verdugo this year, uh, outfielder for the Red Sox. He's been pretty incredible to watch. He's on my fantasy team. I normally text Garrett, uh, getting mad at him if he's playing like shit. So Garrett can uh, continue to enjoy that for the rest of the season, but... He's really been uh, showing his true colors lately, and I'm absolutely here for it. Yeah, him. but that's not all you do. You text him when he's playing bad for the first two innings, and then he goes <laughs> off for 11 points like, oh, Verdugo, I love you. <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah, I mean, the, the information provided is not false. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'll be honest. I'm going uh, to go off the beaten path right here a little bit. Uh, I'm going to go with a gnat, but it's a sneaky sleep on gnat. Going to go with Josh Harrison, the 33-year-old second baseman. Uh, so far this year, hitting 435 with a bomb. Um, I mean, he's got OPS over one. Just been destroying the baseball. He's been fun to watch. He's like, I mean, he's he's kind of acting like he's not 33 anymore. And obviously, he's not going to bat that high of an average all season through 162 games. But somebody that I did not expect to uh, start hot. But since he came back from the COVID protocols, um, God only knows where that Nats line up would be without him right now. Sad times. <laughs> Anyways, um, nobody has a bad call of the week. I don't really have one. I got one. Yours happened today. My, yeah. my bad call of the week was today. Started on my day off at uh, 6.30 a.m. at the Jeep dealership. 
getting a uh, flat tire fixed, and then I got back to my apartment. I uh, was going to hop on a Zoom meeting with somebody from work, and it, uh, it didn't show up. So I could have got a nap in after uh, my early morning at the Jeep dealership. didn't happen. Can't blame him. He's a busy man. We rescheduled. All good. Uh, and then I realized I didn't have my laptop. Left it at home after I went home <laughs> last week. So I made the uh, two-hour trek down to Wilmington and the two-hour trek back to Greenville because online work and online school is hard to do without a laptop. Yeah, I would think so. That laptop, uh... Nah, yeah, that would have been uh, nah. tough luck. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, let's see, 8.30 now. Been, uh, been up for a while, done my fair share of interstate traveling today, and, uh, chatted for my head to hit the pillow. Anybody else got anything they want to whine about and get off their chest? The only thing I want to whine about is the Braves starting off slow, and I took them every game, bet on them every game. And they... Can't bet on your team. Yeah, you can't most of the time, but the Braves are a little different. Yeah. <laughs> They're good, so I kind of want to bet on them. Yeah, can't blame me. Garrett, Cam, anything? I don't think I have anything other than my fantasy basketball team does not want to stay want healthy. To about, no, I don't want to hear about fantasy basketball not staying healthy. Go take a look at – there's more DTDs and O's on my roster. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I just, want to, I just want Harden back, man. I just want I Harden. I want all my team back. I just Come need on, Harden and Van Vliet. Cam, right. what about your morning? Yeah, uh, back all? I mean – all I'm going to say is I hate COVID testing. I hate people who don't know how to do their jobs. And ultimately, I hate getting a swab up my nose because there's many of things I'd rather be doing than doing that because I feel like I'm sitting there crying like a little baby when I do it. Mm. It sucks. <laughs> no, just so everybody's clear, uh, we don't think Cam has COVID right now and we're all sitting in the living room recording a podcast. He is... Uh, he is hopping on an airplane to Hawaii next week. Going to go see the old lady. Uh, he's he's fully vaccinated, ready to travel the world. Uh, good for good for camp. Good luck sitting on an airplane seat at six foot ten. Yeah, you best believe I'm uh, hammering the uh, exit pro row. college student. You know, if I could sit in the exit row, I'd really appreciate it. Oh, don't worry, sir. We'll upgrade that for you. Do 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 do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, throw in two things of pretzels while you're at it. Yeah. Speaking of COVID, we forgot to mention uh, Beck's out. He got, or Alex, he got his uh, COVID shot today, his second dose, and not feeling the best, so he's out for this podcast. Yeah. Feel better, Beck. We love you. He is officially day to day. Yeah, day to day. Get some, get some sleep, pal. Also, shout out Beck and the uh, EC Club baseball team. Swept hot point this week. Yeah. Not going not gonna to hear about that on any other sports information, radio. Podcast, social media, anywhere. But to be fair, it's on it. We are always on it. EC yes, Club sir. Baseball, hot start. All right. Yes. NFL talk. Uh, Deshaun Watson getting dropped by Nike. Up, I think he might even be over 22 uh, allegations at this point. Just a uh, sticky situation. Going to court. Not one Warriors. I want to be in. Not yet. Not a good spot to be in. Yeah, I could see like the first like five or six coming in. People just want money, blah blah. blah. Twenty two, you gotta expect at least at least half yeah. of them are not lying. I remember when it was in the uh, the first the, when it was very low numbers. We were all like, ah, oh, it's very suspicious that the Texans all of a sudden want to hold on to him, and they and this stuff's coming out, and we all know how the Texans organization seems to be ran, and it was fishy business. But seems like uh, twenty two. Yeah, that's seems a like Deshaun might. Might be up to some uh, not so good business. Yeah, which is sad to hear, especially yeah. with how good he is behind that key or at that QB position. 
For Maybe sure. he'll play for the Yankees. They don't mind sounding people who do bad things off the field. Maybe. Things Damn. don't work out in the NFL. <laughs> I'm not wrong. I'm right. It was. It's a wrong thing to do, but I'm yeah. not incorrect. No, you're not. Uh, on better news for stud NFL quarterbacks, Patrick Mahomes is ahead of schedule with the toe rehab. Of course he is. He's the second coming of Jesus Christ. <laughs> he, can, he can probably snap his fingers. Snap his fingers and have it all better if he really wanted to. Just trying to gloat it out in the boot for a little bit, I guess. Yeah, he's uh, <clears throat> he just got toe surgery apparently. Uh, Andy Reid and him have been saying that his footwork's going to be the best we've seen in his career coming up. Okay, now we go. I remember last offseason, he was like, well, I mean, I haven't really learned how to read an NFL defense yet. And go and he was saying this going into last season, He was after he won the MVP. He was like, I'm starting to understand that's what I've really worked on in the offseason and, and training camp, and I really feel like I'm getting a hold on it. And we're like, Crazy you, mean you, ha- you mean you haven't been reading defenses yet and Crazy you're winning shit, MVPs man. and Super Bowls? Oh, yeah. That, that's, that's scary, man. Yeah. Man, um, I love it how he just go there, goes out there and play, but if he can – if that is an issue for him, which doesn't seem to be. I don't think he's got any But if issues. it is, I mean, and he works on it, then it's going to be very, very scary. Yeah. So. It's his world, and we're just living in it. Yes. The Miami Dolphins are receiving telephono calls for the number six pick in this year's NFL draft. Who who we think's trading up? Definitely not the Eagles. Definitely not the Panthers. <laughs> we, saw, we, we, the Panthers. We, we somehow traded out of that pick. <laughs> <laughs> Sad times. I'm empty. Mm. <laughs> Anything? Any thoughts that the uh, New England Patriots might trade up to the number six pick and go for a quarterback? I, I could, should. I could see it. I, I mean, could definitely see it. Cam's getting old. Yeah, he's he could come out and be better than he was last year. I think he will be. But Hard I mean, to be worse. If you can get Pass a yeah. rookie quarterback that can work under Cam and Cam, I feel like Cam's a great leader and work under him for a year and then. He become your starting quarterback, and why not? If you go get a guy like Trey Lance in the draft or something, and like have him come in, I, I feel like him and Cam Newton would probably they kind of got a similar playing style. Um, you know, learning from Cam Newton would be a great way to learn. I mean, because Cam Newton has received plenty of bash in his time in the league for multiple different reasons. So, yeah. I mean, there's there's if anybody could teach you how to deal with trash talking and heckling in the NFL, it's probably Cam. Oh yeah, definitely. For my, for my something. mental state, I hope they don't do that because I hate Patriots fans with all my heart, and I, they're going to be not shut up about it. So very true. All righty, Alden Smith arrested for second degree battery. Cam said, "Cowboys being cowboys, uh, I'm going to leave that to Cam." <laughs> um, what a dude. Alden Smith's a complete douchebag. Okay. No, no, I mean nothing. Nothing has changed. He's been a douche since he entered the league. He's had uh, issues with drugs off the field. Now he's uh, committing second-degree battery in a place that isn't even where his team's at. You're a freaking douche. I hate the Cowboys with everything I have, and I wish nothing but the worst for that franchise. Okay. Wow. Wow. A breakdown. Huge if true, though. Your hatred that, at that level for the Cowboys? Yeah, I hate, I hate the Cowboys on my heart. I can, I, I can see it. Um, in other sad news, uh, well, I mean, sad to see him go. Good that he's, you know, retired and... Alive, to be honest. Alex Smith retires from the league. Uh, a few years ago, he suffered a uh, a leg injury that was described as something that you would see uh, somebody coming back from war. That leg injury was so bad. I uh, said if it got infected, it could have been life-threatening. But Alex Smith, after some time in the league, coming back from one of the worst injuries sports has ever seen, uh, and helping getting the football team to the playoffs last year, 
Alex Smith has retired from the National Football League. So, I mean, like you said, it's sad to see him go, but happy for him. I'm so happy for him, it man. Out, it went out on his terms. It's yeah. amazing what he did, how he came back and played a year football. I understand he wasn't what he used to be, but how can you be what you used I to mean, be? Have? Just coming back is wow. After, he walked again. Yeah, after that injury, he just did so much, just so much stuff that you wouldn't even think he could do. Doctors and it's said just, he wouldn't never walk again, right? Yes, yeah. yeah. They said uh, if this gets infected, it could kill you. And he started in the National Football League. Comeback player of the century. Yes, Alabama. yes, absolutely. Name the comeback. I don't know if the comeback player of the year trophy has a name tied with it in the NFL. Uh, doesn't matter if it does or if it doesn't. It needs to not be the Alex Smith player comeback player of the year. Award. Yes, I agree, one thousand percent. Sam Darnold traded to the Carolina Panthers. We got a handful of Panthers uh, fans sitting at this table. Should be a great breakdown. Yeah, I'll uh, play a devil's advocate here. All right, you start it off, Sam. Wow. Sam, yeah. Sam. Come on, go ahead, Sam. 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 Go ahead, Sam. I like Sam, Sam, Green Sam, Sam. Sam. Uh, It's been long. <laughs> so, Sam Darnold, first of all, he's from the Jets, so I automatically despise him as well. Okay. But, I mean, I feel like there's definitely upside to him. He's a young guy. You guys didn't get him for too much. He probably can flourish, considering he's had a, probably one of the worst offensive schemes in the NFL. But... I mean, it's really up in the air. I feel like you guys took a very low risk by getting him. So, therefore, if you guys give him the team, I mean, to be honest, though, if you don't improve your O-line, he's going to be the same quarterback he was in, in New York. But if you guys do get that O-line a little bit more up-kept, he's a lot more mobile. And I feel like he definitely could be good. But I don't uh, – I really – I don't think there's any way for any of us to break down how he could play this year. It's, it's completely it's up in the air. I, I, I think, I think I we're draft – projected to draft offensive line at number eight, which right. would be huge if that dude yeah, does a or whatever. Yeah, if, if he falls to eight, yeah, that, that would, would be, be huge. And like like Cam said, like it's low risk with possibly high reward. If we can give up a third, fifth, and a second. Seventh. Or yeah. Second. Second, fifth and seventh, I think yeah, over two years. Something like that, whatever. And be able and he come out and like win I mean, win 10, 12 games this year and just get better and better, it's amazing. I actually really don't mind the pick, the trades, getting out a pick. I'm kind of a fan of it. I am too now. I mean, we talked about on here before, I'm sure, if Sam Darnold was to go somewhere else, could he succeed? I mean, we're getting first-hand look at it now. What, yeah. what is he going to do? I mean, he's young. He's been in a crappy offense and team all, all together for his whole career. Arguably one of the worst-run sports organizations on the planet. Yes, and it's just, I don't know, it's going to be fun. I think he's going to come out there and he's actually going to prove a lot of people wrong. I'm excited. Um, he was talented in college and he showed signs of potential early on. Uh, he gets his guy Robbie Anderson back, so he's already yep. got chemistry with his number two wide receiver. Um, I mean, he had a bottom five wide receiver core in the league in New York. He had a bottom five coaching staff and he had a bottom five O-line. Yep. He's going to... Stats-wise, uh, uh, one of the, the – I can't remember exactly where the Panthers' O-line ranked last year. We looked at it a few episodes ago, but it's About right near the middle. Way, yeah, yeah, right in the middle. He's getting uh, a wide receiver core that's not as deep now that Curtis Samuel's gone, but he's still got uh, DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson, so there's two studs. And he's got CMC, and if they get an O-lineman at the number eight pick, that helps him out tremendously, or if – that if Kyle Pitts is still there, they might take Kyle Pitts. So that's another threat he can throw the ball to. Um, Question. 
Do you think he starts off the year starting? Or do you think Teddy? No. Yes, Teddy's no. not going to be. Ted, Teddy's I think start. Teddy's going to start. I think, games. I think Teddy's going to be. Teddy's I don't think Panther. Teddy's going to be a Panther. If Teddy is on this team, and week one of the preseason, I'll be surprised. You cannot. Okay. Like, yeah, I'll follow with that. They, it's just Panthers have already. Yeah. Panthers yeah. already came out and said. They said we gave Teddy the option to go look, that. to go look Pretty around. Pretty sure Teddy unfollowed him on Twitter and Instagram. So I think that's like. I Which, mean, I mean yeah, the thing is, they do that stuff all the time. Like, I mean, the athletes love toying around on social media, and in my opinion. I don't know if that's necessarily the best way to look at it, but... The I would gave him the option. I, they don't right. on there. I, th- I think that he probably will still be on the team. I, I hope he's not, since it's because his contract is so large. Yeah. And then we can go out there... What did, wait, what did you guys pay him? It 30, was, 30 million yeah, or like something? Like a year? What? Like four years. Three years. Three, yeah, yeah. three or four, something wow. like that. Yeah, I can, I mean, Hepatitis C away. So, yeah, I mean, exactly. I hope if he's not on the roster, I, I want to see Darno get out. Darnold, Darno, whatever. Get out there and throw some footballs. I mean. Yeah. Three years, $63 million contract. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Yeah, yeah, so. Including a uh, $15 million signing bonus. See, that's why I always say, like, Teddy could be good if we didn't pay him that much and can go. Yeah. Like, if we could go buy the best O-line in the league and still pay Teddy, then, yeah, he could. Like we could do it. Like, we can't do it. And there's an old saying in football, if, you'd have, if you have two quarterbacks, you have no quarterbacks. Yeah, and I do, yeah. do kind of like the uh, younger route they're going with. I mean, yeah. our wide receivers, they're not really that – they're kind of younger. pretty young. Robbie I mean, is about halfway yeah. into – CMC's got CMC's a heck of a lot of years yeah. left. I mean – Yeah, they've still got time. They're definitely building to uh, – I think – I think if Sam Darnold hits, the Panthers are planning to be true contenders again in three seasons. Yeah, yeah I definitely don't think we're in a rebuild session. I don't either. I think we're just the rebuild to, is over. We're trying to find that quarterback that can make us into. I think that the team. Panthers realize the situation that they're in is that the Falcons are selling the only talent they have, and they're trying to, but they can't because their contracts are crippling. Uh, so the Falcons are about to go into a rebuild for probably multiple years. Uh, the Saints are going to have to find a quarterback. So I mean, the Saints still got talent there, and as long as Sean Payton's coaching, they're still going to be a solid team. And yeah, the Bucks won the Super Bowl last year. They're going to be Super Bowl contenders this year. But like, they're like, beatable. Yeah, I'm, yeah <laughs> no, not right now. But like in three years, when all those guys are retired, it's like the NFC South is going to yeah. be up for grabs again. And it seems like that's when the Panthers are aiming to truly compete again. Which is smart on ownership. It's been frustrating for the past few years, and it'll probably be a little upsetting the next year or two. But I mean, at, least, at least you can of, see the ownership has a plan. Yeah, like speaking of ownership, there, I like how every guy they've signed this off season has been pretty low price, yeah. but they have tremendous upside. They're getting a bunch of scratch off t- like one, two dollar scratch off tickets. Yeah. That if they don't plan, if they don't pan out, it's not a huge problem. But they do have but if they, but huge if they upside. Hit, then they're putting it's, a lot it's of. Huge. Uh, I guess pressure on the coaching staff to turn those yeah. players into what they it. should be. And I think Matt Rule he's turned so many programs around, like, I mean, college. But Temple. He's turned still, so yeah. many programs around, like, I think he can do it. And yeah. I want him to be there to be our coach. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. It's going to be a ride. I'm ready to see Sam on the field. Draft coming up in 10 days. We're probably going to do uh, – we'll probably watch the first round all together, and then uh, we'll hop on the mics whenever our teams are picking so we can get a live reaction and just record a short episode or something. Who knows? Um, definitely some draft content coming from the TBF fellas. That'll be fun. Sure will. Maybe even it's the live. Maybe could, it be. could yeah. I really hope 
even if it's a good pick for the Eagles, I hope it's not the one that Cam wants. <laughs> no, I, I, I hope the Giants pick somebody terrible because Beck will. Giants probably him. need a running back. Yeah, I hope yeah. they draft. Yeah, yeah. draft a running back <laughs> first round. Yeah, if, they, if they draft a running back, I won't feel bad if the Eagles fuck up their pick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's dive into the NBA. Cam, time to start opening your mouth. Well, Marcus Aldridge, heart condition, says he's going to retire. Uh, he said it never felt anything like he did that night on the court, and it was the scariest thing he's ever experienced. Uh, a legend gone, not in the yeah. way he liked to see it. Yeah, not at all. Devastating. He's uh, actually statistically one of the best forwards our game has ever seen. Shockingly, you wouldn't think that when it comes to Marcus Aldridge, but he's up there in a lot of categories, ranking amongst forwards, and... I mean, hey, health first. Hey, he's had, he has nothing to be ashamed of with his career, and hats off to him. Yeah. Uh, top two teams in the East right now, we've got the, who is it, the Sixers and the Nets? Yes, sir. Top two in the West is the... Jazz and the Suns. Oh, boy. I'm um, extremely thrilled. Love to see the Sixers holding tough. I think that we have the ability to beat the Nets. The Nets are extremely talented. I mean, I don't know about Injury anyone. Depends ext- on which Nets you get. I'm extremely shocked, though, that the Suns are a top-two team in the fucking Western Conference. Well, that is the, something crazy. The fact that I saw a tweet or something where it was like uh, each team's winning percentage the season before Chris Paul I about to say it's because of Chris Paul, yeah. And then their winning percentage the season, the first season they get with CP3, and all of them just like go up like almost. CP3 is a one-of-a-kind player. A Wake Forest yeah. legend, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> course. Uh, now that we get into these individual player segments, I'll be sure to plug all these players that are hurt. I'll let you know which ones are on my fantasy team. About <laughs> half of them, if not over. Uh, we're going to start off with Miles Turner on my fantasy team. Out indefinitely. Yeah, um, homie has some hurt toes. Ah! <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, Dwayne Wade buys a, piece of the, uh, buys a piece of the Jazz. Dwayne Wade not on my fantasy team, but if things keep going the way they do with injuries, I might have to pick him up. Anybody got anything <laughs> on Dwayne Wade buying the Jazz? Yeah, Dwayne Wade uh, invests like two million dollars into the Jazz plus plus four rebounds. Did, yeah. <laughs> did you see where uh, he actually reached out as soon as Wade retired to actually buy the a piece team. of their, a oh, piece team. of their franchise? Oh, I bet. Yeah. And, I mean, and he didn't do it. Why would he not? I mean, why wouldn't you go back to the he team might, you play he for? You might want to experience something new. A, pri- a price Maybe, of yeah. a piece of the Jazz is probably significantly lower than buying a piece of the Miami Heat. You think? Also, I'm pretty sure Dwayne I mean, Wade and Pat Riley didn't get along too well. And yeah. Pat Riley is a huge part of the organization, so that may be real Oh, okay. I, yeah, I didn't realize I that. Know, I don't know the exact percentage of it is, but I can. I am pretty positive that buying 5% of the Utah Jazz in Salt Lake City is going to be much cheaper yeah. than 5% of the Miami uh, Heat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can I can definitely see that now. A yeah. Rod taking over the Timberwolves. Uh, a Rod also likely to be picked up off the waivers by my fantasy basketball team if things keep going yeah, the way they, they, they are. Picked up off the waivers by uh, the girlfriends.com. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. R I P. A Rod and J Lo. J Lo, uh, you're a queen. <laughs> yeah, if you're listening out there. Uh, yeah. uh, you guys think A Rod's gonna move the Timberwolves? Put a third team in New York or something? Who knows. Mm, Probably not. No. (laughs) I know. uh, I know. PFT from part of my take in Barstool Sports made a joke about like, like there's the whole Minneapolis St. Paul area and it's the Twin Cities. And he was like, "What if they like? What if he just moves them from Minneapolis to St. Paul? Wouldn't do it, but that'd be 
pretty funny. Yeah, it'd be very funny. You got? I think he's gonna move him. You think so? I mean, I don't think anytime soon, but. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. Who knows? Maybe when we're it's seventy. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, also, another player on my fantasy basketball team, Donovan Mitchell, tears his ACL, sidelined. Uh, during a crucial stretch and in the playoffs, both in the NBA and fantasy, did that's not Terry's ACL. That was Jamal Murray. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I got those two confused. Sorry, Donovan Mitchell not on my team. Jamal Murray is the one who tore his ACL. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Jamal tore his ACL. Donovan sideline during a crucial. Yeah, stretch. I think it has something to do with his foot. He'll be. He'll be back. What's up, up with these toe injuries, man? Like all these guys. I don't know, that, man. Never mind. Yeah. Donovan Mitchell will be back. Jamal Murray won't because he's on my fan. Was I dropped him to waiver so I could pick up some scrub? Uh, Shout out to Sun White Sox. Anyways, Zach Levine, COVID protocols. Damn, Jake, hold that out, buddy. Uh, Jake and Beck were in talks for a hot minute about a Zion for Levine trade. I think Jake wanted more than just Zion, and uh, eventually that fell out, and now Beck's sitting there laughing. But Jake did come. Jake is a part of the Rags to Riches clan, considering he's probably one of the worst teams in the league at one point. He had like two wins to like, the first three <laughs> And is now, like, now is in the playoff picture. So kudos to him. Uh, there's a, this, this, our fantasy basketball league, for anybody who doesn't know, it's all of us plus some of our friends. And... Uh, this this it's gonna come down to the wire. I mean, even the top two teams right now, who are me and Casey, can potentially not get the buy, and like it goes from like the worst team to the best team. Anything can happen this week. Yeah, when I ate uh, Zach's dad over here, I'm gonna take over first place in the whole league. Mac, you better win, damn it. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Shout out, Mac. Uh, also, I just I haven't. This is being said for the wow. first time on this uh, podcast. Uh, yeah, but. It's been a long day. <laughs> uh, if anybody wants to uh, send over some some players to injured guys on my team, I'll say yes. <laughs> I got plenty of them. Uh, who's the MVP? Um, He's going to say MVP. Un- unfortunately, like unfortunately, I would have like everyone's going to say Jokic. I don't think he's the MVP actually. If anybody, if anybody that isn't Embiid is going to win, I'd want to see Curry win it. Curry's been absolutely freaking unreal. I despise him just because I hate how the media hypes him up. I mean, I know it's ha- very common with a lot of the athletes, but he's been nothing short of fantastic for the Warriors and my fantasy team. Yeah, I traded uh, I traded Steph <laughs> to Cam, and it worked out pretty well for me, just because it was like, for me, it was pretty much Steph Curry and the Great Value Co. And uh, <laughs> Drew Holiday and Great Value. Yeah, but I had those two and I just had no bigs. Like, I would never compete for rebounds. Or blocks, um, so I, I traded two studs for depth, and I got some good talent. I had a solid team going, uh, and then they all got hurt. So now it's a terrible trade for me. But if they stayed healthy, it would have been a fair, good trade for the both of us. But they didn't stay healthy, so you won the trade <laughs> because my entire team is hurt. Speaking of my entire team being hurt, Kevin Durant injured again. Ha ha! Ha ha ha! He's on your team. Yeah. <laughs> That was the trade I demolished Casey's brother in, Junior Cam, where I got Trey Young and Kevin Durant for Valanciunas and uh, I I can't even remember. 
But uh, Kevin Durant has played like four games since I got him in the trade, and, <laughs> and Trey Young's been day to day, like every day. Yeah, that's like how I got Kawhi from Cam, and uh, he's played like five games. And he's, right, LeBron's and coming back, baby. Hey, so Zach, we did, we did have a trade that kind of worked out. You know, I, I traded you Jamal yeah, Murray. Right. He got hurt, and then Hayward got hurt. Yeah, so. we traded Jamal Murray for Jordan uh, Hayward straight up. You needed a forward, and I needed a guard. That's right. Yep, I tried so. to get Fred Van Fleet to start with. I wish he would have took that one. He's still been day to day a lot with this well, that's hip injury. Than torn ACL. That's true. That's, that is true. He acts like he's a seventy year old man over here, Van Vliet. Have a hip injury all year. Uh Lamelo Ball back in seven to ten days. Ah. He, he is not on my fantasy team because he's projected to play in the remainder of the NBA season. <laughs> uh, could be huge for the Hornets. They're gonna yeah. they're gonna try and stick in that playoff picture in the East, get the seven or eight seed. Uh, get Lamelo back and maybe Gordon Hayward back. They need it bad. Yeah. yeah, I think that I think the Hornets can compete with the big dogs in the East in the first round, win a few games. I mean, you can't really can't really make it far with uh, Bridges, uh, Bismack, and yeah. Zeller. Hey, 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 Miles Bridges is on a tear right now. Well, I know, Jerry, but Jerry. he's the only one. I mean, Rozier, that's it. I'm all, I'm all I'm here for Miles Bridges, another wonderful member of Rags to Riches and the Princess. Yeah, thanks uh, to me. <laughs> He's been fantastic. I was hounding Garrett for a while there, trying to get him, and finally got him. And no, I you're you're telling the story wrong. He didn't ever. He never played well until the last two weeks of the season. This past like two weeks, yeah, three so weeks, I four, Garrett whatever. Oh my god, and he's been doing all right, and now he's doing real good. So I can't complain. Yeah. Cam, <laughs> uh, break down the play in turning for the NBA playoffs. What do you um, think about? So I mean, I'm a huge fan of it. In my opinion, you get you basically give the last like bottom. Uh, Bottom four out teams, a chance to win. And I really like it because I feel like all those teams are, like, within the same ballpark of talent and record. So, like, it allows them to battle it out. It'll be something cool that the NBA can try out and see if it works because I feel like that may draw more viewers, too. And it may be, like, just something different. Like, kind of like something like a like college basketball type thing. And I'm here for it. I mean, it, it, it could only go well. Like, it, it can't go bad, I don't think. More like, playoff professional sports on television is always a good thing. In my absolutely. House. And uh, lastly, you got MJ's uh, was chosen to present Kobe Bryant into the Hall of Fame. Two great players. The two goats. Love Definitely not. Love Kobe to death, but he's not the goat. Not one of the two goats, at least. And uh, Kobe also, his uh, shoe deal with Nike actually just expired as of April 13th, and Kobe's family and management has decided that they will not renew the deal. So, unfortunately, Kobe's shoes, if those are out there, are going to skyrocket. Yeah. So, anybody who has Kobe's shoes, not a great, oh, way, not a great way not a great way to look at it. I mean, I'm devastated Kobe's dead because it's just a horrible tragedy. But if you have Kobe's, hold on to them. And honestly, if you're really an NBA fan, I'd keep them forever because those are something that will be – Worth endless oh. amounts of money at some point. Twenty years from now, a pair of Kobe's will be uh, in the thousands. Hundred percent. Yeah. All right, college basketball. Um, somebody that actually watches college basketball, start talking, please. Go ahead, Cam. <laughs> I think this guy is the uh, uh, biggest Chad and Holmgren, baddest. He's the best recruit of his class. He's going to Gonzaga. He is the freaking real deal. I, I, Okay, I'll let you speak. I I'll, kinda, I, I'll be the devil's advocate. I think, I think this time. he's going to be something. I think he's going to be something serious. He's a center by size, but he's almost. He's not. He's not like he's a little over two hundred pounds. Give this man some freaking Oreos. He needs to bulk up if he wants to be the best he can be. But that dude has a great ceiling, in my opinion. And 
I really feel like he can show that he could be one of the best college basketball players we may have seen since maybe Adam Morrison, who also played for Gonzaga. That was basically going to be my argument was that he's 7-1. I mean, he's as skinny as a rail, but he has a lot of talent. And if he can, like I said, or like Cam said, he put some muscle and some meat on his bones, he could, he could be good, really good. But I'm interested to see when he gets in there with them big boys. Oh, 100%. It's going to be fun to watch. Absolutely. We said bye-bye to Jalen Suggs and, most importantly, Jaden Gardner. And at this uh, on the right, we're on probably the entire ECU basketball roster. Yeah. Uh, Jaden Gardner, one of the best college basketball players I've ever seen play in person. Uh, arguably the best player to ever play at ECU. Uh, hopped in the transfer portal and committed to UVA. Uh, decided that he wanted to play in the tournament. I can't blame him. Uh, I think he would have gone to the league if he stayed at ECU, but... He's going to really be under the microscope at UVA, and I think it's going to help his draft stock. Yeah, it's going to definitely – that's going to be interesting to watch. Yeah. Because, I mean, ECU – I mean, they're D1 basketball, but they're not UVA basketball, you know right. what I'm saying? And There's a difference between playing on ESPN Plus every night and playing on ESPN. Yes, and if he can show out there at UVA, I don't think he's going to get as much playing time to start out, but if he can, like, fill his role and right. do the do his thing, then I think he can actually – he can actually – I, I want to see him succeed, but it's going to be tough. I mean – that's why he went there, I think. Yeah, I mean, all of you – I mean, I've, I've watched enough UVA basketball to understand that they're a defensive powerhouse and they, they don't score a lot of points, but that's yeah. fine because they don't give up hardly any points. So, a bunch of UVA fans on Twitter were saying, you know, they needed a bucket getter. And uh, Jaden Gardner is that he's averaged like 20, like low 20s um, over his past years at ECU. And if you know anything about ECU basketball, he is by far the most – uh, the biggest threat to score. Yeah. So, I mean, you watch ECU play basketball, he's getting double, triple teamed by, like, everybody, and he's still dropping 20-some a night. So, man's yeah. a stud. He's going to make it to the league. Uh, huge Pirate fan, so it's sad. Huge Jaden Gardner fan, so good for him. Be able to have somebody I can, like, actually watch in the tournament and root for. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Like, like I said, I think it's going to be fun to see where he fits yeah. in that team. I don't know if you guys saw it, but I already put out my bracket for next year on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. Jaden Gardner won an MVP, so uh, going to pencil that in. Um, <laughs> on the bracket topic, well, after our hiatus, uh, been waiting to give some money away to the winner of our bracket group. Here's how we're going to do it. We wanted to do it on the podcast, so somebody that listens to our podcast wins the money. Uh, there's been we've gotten plenty of tw- uh, Twitter DMs about these people joined late, so don't give them the money. Uh, we want somebody that listens to the pod to get it. So we have the original rules. You've got to follow us on Twitter. Got to retweet the tweet. Uh, and got to subscribe to the podcast. Those are still in play. So what we need you to do, if you are in the top five in the bracket group points-wise, we need you to send a screen recording of you opening the bracket app and clicking on your bracket and showing that you have one of the top five brackets in our group. Uh, send that screen recording into our Twitter DMs and also send a screenshot of you subscribe to the To Be Fair podcast and of the, the so we want the top five people to do that and the person that does that and has the highest score by the next time we record a podcast so probably next Monday night yep. you'll get your money so send it to us in the next week if you want your money and you're in the top five so if the number four person the fourth best score and the second best score sends it to us, the second best score is getting the money. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, if you join late and have never listened to our podcast, tough tip. 
Yeah, and reach out to us on any platform. We Twitter got or Instagram. Twitter on uh, To Be Fair Podcast and Instagram's To Be Fair Cast. Or just reach out to one of our personal accounts. We'll figure it out yeah. for you. We want to get we want to get the true winner their money. Yep. College baseball. Uh, our beloved number nine ECU Pirates went down to Houston this week to take on the Houston Cougars. They got there Thursday night practice, and then Thursday night at about 11 o'clock, it was deemed that the Houston Cougars program had uh, some COVID issues and they weren't going to be able to play. Disappointing for the Pirates, of course, so we didn't get to watch our boys play this weekend. But uh, Basically uh, threw money down the drain. A lot of money. Yeah, I mean, to fly third, uh, Justin, you've traveled with this team. It's like, what, 35 people? Uh, with staff and coaches, it's probably right around 40. Yeah. And then you do hotels, you do hotels two, all the two people a room, and then so you're probably looking at about 21 rooms because CG gets his own room. <laughs> Shout out Cliff Godwin. And so you're probably getting 21 rooms, a hotel. They stayed uh, Thursday and Friday night, and then flew back Saturday. And you're looking at a couple, a couple G's. Yeah. And you got per diem for food. You got to order food. I saw somebody post on Snapchat they're eating like. Lobsters or crab or something, so uh, they were spending some money. ECU ain't good, man. Hey, number 19 in the country. That's yeah, right. But, uh, yeah, so uh, Houston, go ahead and send ECU Athletics. Uh, ECU Athletics, just send Houston Athletics the bill. And yeah. uh, Cougars, you covered, or you're a bunch of stooges. Uh, or an alternate route, if you want to split that bill four or five ways and send it to the five, to be fair, podcast boys <laughs> bill accounts. We would love it. That will also be accepted. I'm just going to run through the top 25 in college baseball that came out this morning from D1Baseball.com, the same rankings that ESPN and pretty much everybody uses. <clears throat> Starting at number one, Arkansas, Vandy, Texas, Mississippi State, Texas Tech, Tennessee, Louisville, TCU, East Carolina, Notre Dame, South Carolina, Ole Miss, Oregon, Louisiana Tech, Florida, Pittsburgh, Stanford, Arizona, Charlotte, Old Dominion, Indiana State, Virginia Tech, Michigan, Oklahoma State, and Florida State. One so, notable in there that uh, Charlotte being ranked. Pirates swept. That is huge Shock. for the Pirates. Yeah, I'm to say that. RPI. That is huge. Yeah. And uh, the, uh, the one one loss that ECU has at home this year is extra innings by one one by one run to Old Dominion. Yeah. And did we lose one one? We've only lost one home game, right? Uh, I think that's right. Yeah. That's, yeah. We lost, the one or two. To, we lost a way to Elon. Well, I'm about to look at it on D1 Baseball. All right, while, while he's looking that up, uh, there was a thing came out that saying the regionals will be preset. You yeah, had to, that's, you that's had to bid it, bid in, I think, by April 16th, 17th, somewhere around. You got to so throw, you got to offer money. They, yeah. You, you usually have to do that anyways, but this year they're actually going to be like preset. So, yeah. like, it don't matter if ECU gets it and then they don't end up hosting or not supposed to host, they're going to get to host anyway. If they don't even make the tournament, then they still got to host. Do you think they're going to throw in a lot of money yes. for it? Most definitely because the, the, regional, the regional, revenue we yeah. like bring in it's, for that, it's ridiculous. amazing. Yeah. And we're probably going to be in the regional anyway. So yeah. like, we're definitely going to be a we're definitely going to be a top 16 seed. The main question is if we're in the top eight or if we're nine through 16 to see if we're a national host. But I mean, I saw a number of few, like, two years ago, and we hosted a regional and won it. Like, between TV, tickets, and just, like, and all, and, you know, it's going to be limited capacity this year, but still, like, the amount of money it brings into hotels and restaurants and the university as a whole is insane. So, they'll definitely throw it we, back. We've hosted, like, 
two, well, two last two last times two out of three years. years. Yeah, so we know exactly how much money we're making. Everybody's making, so they have a yeah. great idea. They'll be they'll be knowing how much they need to throw in. They won't be afraid. I think that's kind of dumb though to me to have to bid on it. I mean, oh, they say to throw money yeah. anyways. It's the NCAA, so <laughs> money hungry is so dumb. Yeah, I can confirm that ECU's twenty-two and one at home, and the one loss okay. was to Old Dominion in extra innings on a Tuesday night, and Old Dominion's good, so it's not killing us like I was kind of thinking about. The reason they're doing this, too, is because they want to have teams prepare, like give them an extra two weeks to prepare for the Winnicott host. They can have everything sanitized and yeah. all this. Which it's, is, it's crazy. Do you think and, it'll go back to normal after, like, yeah. say COVID goes away, it'll just get back to normal? Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. They're just doing this just so you have time to prepare and you can get everything you need. Cause, so you know you're hosting, you don't have to order more stuff. Like, yeah. There's some years where uh, one of the top 16 teams in the country won't get to host anyways uh, just because they don't have the facilities for it. Because, like, you got to have a certain amount of cages. you got to have four locker rooms. Yeah. Um, like, I remember there's been some years when I was growing up where, like, UNCW was on the verge of being a 16 seed, and they were like, well, even if we're the number one seed at a regional, we'd still have to go play at NC State and be the one seed at State. Dang. Yeah. Could it be ECU? That's what happened with Catawba College. My brother played there. They were supposed to host and they had to go play at some minor league park because they couldn't host it. Yeah, before ECU built Clark and Clare Stadium, they had to go play at that old minor league stadium in Kinston. That's where they hosted regionals. Like when Cliff got to play, yeah, yeah, they hosted at that minor league stadium in Kinston. Wow. Just some notable matchups coming up this weekend. We're getting into some good conference play. Uh, Our Pirates are hosting UCF for a four-game set this weekend. We've got the Pitt Panthers, they're number 16, going to Louisville, who's number 7, for a weekend series. Uh, we've got a conf- probably the Conference USA Championship, at least for the regular season. I don't know. Actually, I'm not going to say that because Louisiana Tech is also very good. But Old Dominion is going to Charlotte. Old Dominion is 20. Charlotte is 19. Uh, let's see. Arkansas is going to – number one, Arkansas is going to number 11, South Carolina. Uh, probably the best weekend matchup if college game day baseball was a thing. It would be going to Nashville for number four Mississippi State at number two Vanderbilt. Uh, I don't know when or even if they are going to play this year. Or if, let me check. If Arkansas is playing Vandy this year, they are not. At least not until the SEC tournament. But boy, I feel like we're being robbed for the fact that that's that they're not playing. I'm pretty sure yeah. Ole Miss and Mississippi State this past weekend put up a very good, yeah, very I, good series. That Sunday game was a final score of 18 to four. Uh, Mississippi State won, but Mississippi State started off winning like four, like they were up like 14-2, and then Ole Miss just like surged back. Gosh. Yeah, but at college baseball, gotta love it. Yep. Um, Major League Baseball spikes are up. Red Sox off to a hot start before. We go any further. I want to say that I did not think the Red Sox. I mean, it's still a young season. We got a lot of baseball left. I did still not very see, young. I did not see the Red Sox doing this well. This well. I said I would love to see it. I didn't say I was thinking it would happen. But get yeah, it out of the Garrett's way now. Over here dancing over Garrett's there. dancing. I did not. I didn't see it coming. I thought they were going to be good. I didn't think they were going to be this good. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, I did not think they'd be doing this well either. They're in the top of the AL East. I knew that they were going to be sneaky. I thought it'd be they would. I mean, like like you said, it's what are we sixteen, seventeen games in, if that. If that, yeah, somewhere. And I figured they would be in them close games and not be able to push through. Mm-hmm. So far, the only thing carrying us really is the bats, and that's what we needed. And if you get Chris Sale back here in yep. a few months, that'll be huge. And Eovaldi had a good day today on the mound. I mean, 
but it's, after, it's fun. After that opening weekend against the Orioles, my expectations for the Red Sox went from average to below average. Yes. But they have bounced back and they're hot. I don't know what's in them uh, that that water there in Fenway, but yeah, I mean the way out there in the harbor. Yeah, way in the harbor. Uh, on the other end of the spectrum, <laughs> in the Yale East, we have the uh, New York Yankees, uh, last in the American League, I believe, and not even just the AL East. They're currently last in the American League. Uh, don't see it staying like that forever, though. Um, I don't know. I don't think sitting here right now. I don't think they're as good as I was thinking they were going to be preseason. But they're definitely not going to finish last in the at least. Yeah, I don't think so either. I put that in there. Are the Yankees really that bad just to kind of get the get the ball rolling? I mean, I, it's going to be fun. They always yeah. is going to be a bloodbath. I feel like. Yeah, that's Third what I'm about to say. Hot at some point. Yeah. They need Brian Blanton to be called up. Too bad yeah. he's injured. Well, he needs well, to stop being injured, just like the rest of the Yankees. Yeah, it's a Yankees thing. He went to the Yankees and he starts getting injured. Never been injured a day in his life. Or not for baseball purposes, and now here he is. Mm. He, needs, he needs to be traded. Yeah. Braves? Phillies? Phillies? I've showed interest, interest in them before. So, Phillies, as much as I hate you, how about it? The, uh, nice. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what the Yankees are up to. They got Garrett Cole, and um, the pitching after that is a question mark. Could play for them. But so far, it has not. Uh, the Mets are top of the NL East. Um, not for long. They've been kind of sneaky. I really haven't heard much on the Mets. So for far. how much? For just how the amount of hype they had yeah. in the off season, like it's just not being matched right now. But I mean, they're good. Like everybody knew yeah. they were going to be good. Um, Lindor hasn't been what they were wanting him to be. But I mean, it's we're two weeks into the season, so yep. every I mean. Every 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 MLB star is gonna have a bad two week period. So yeah, oh I mean, yeah, he's gonna hit a, he's gonna hit above one fifty. Don't worry about it. The Braves are coming. Uh, I was gonna say so than that, but probably not. <laughs> um, Braves get the bats rolling against the Cubs. Braves couldn't Braves couldn't hit much until last night on Sunday night baseball. They also <laughs> couldn't pitch well at, at uh, all. Like their pitching's been. I mean, to end last season, we had. An amazing pitching staff. Our bullpen <coughs> didn't let up a run. I think for the first like seven or eight games, and now we're just getting shit. Dude, Freed is—he is not—he can't find it right now. Max Freed, our ace, is dog shit. Supposed to be getting one. Was he the one that the Nats? Like, I know that there was one starter that the Braves had against the Nats in that opening series for the Nats. That was—I think it might have been him. It was probably Freed. Probably was, yeah. He's got like a five ERA. Like, it's—he's just pitching terrible. It's god awful. It's terrible to watch. Yeah. Speaking of pitch. Pitching terrible. Patrick Corbin like a 26 ERA <laughs> right now. It's sad to watch. Hell yeah. That yeah. you love to see. The Braves, the Braves did have four home runs in the first inning the other night. Yeah. Last night? That was, that was impressive. That was. And I saw the social media team was like, I'm sorry we can't keep up with it, but here's yeah, the last uh, one. Yeah. Patrick Corbin is a, is a very notable Donald Trump supporter, and the amount of tweets I've seen about his numbers during the Obama administration versus the numbers he had <laughs> in the Trump administration versus the numbers he's had so far in the Biden administration really makes you think. <laughs> I, it, it might be psychological. Maybe it's in his head. I guess that's one way to look at sports. Yeah, yeah right. Um, DeGrom almost broke a record nine straight Ks. He needed 10 to tie the record. For the most consecutive strikeouts, DeGrom, uh, best pitcher on the planet. Just Probably filthy, one, man. One of the best ever. Throwing 101 
And with a nasty curve or whatever. Didn't the Mets lose his last start, like, one and Two starts ago, they lost his last start with, like, 15 Ks, like, through eight or something. Yeah. yeah. Like, everything that we thought was going to come to an end after the Mets got bats didn't end. No. It will end. Like, he's going to get more wins, but. I have, I have a question. Go ahead. So, if you were offered, let's say you get $2 million if you get hit off the Grom in a normal count. I mean, you're up there, it's like a live session. Do you think you could do it? I mean, I would step in the batter's box. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't you know if I would. Your eyes and swing. I well, like, what do you have to lose? <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, but like... <laughs> yeah, but he's got such good control. Like, yeah, you know, like he, it, it would just be a dumb dick. Yeah, yeah. 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 it would be a curveball. He wouldn't have to throw anything special. He could throw I mean, I'd probably turn on him with my outroad of the show player. Yeah, right. I got option at AAA after one season. My road to show player is on fire because I messed with the sliders again. My first season in double A, I hit like 530 and 35 bombs. My like fourth at bat ever. What are you on, beginner? No, I'm not on beginner, but like I've got all the sliders just completely. (laughs) That just like, 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 where's the fun in that? Hitting 450 foot shots. What do you want to relax? That was fun. Yeah, I could have one dude like that, one dude not like that. Like, whenever I want to, like, try hard at the video, like, at MLB the show, I'll go to, like, Diamond Dynasty or something. But, like, whenever I just want to hit mammo shots, I'm going the road to the show and send a ball to Another question. So, if you're offered, let's say, $30 million to get hit by a pitch on a fastball by the ground. Yep, sign me up yep. right now. Give me, me, me $500,000. I'm getting hit by it. Yeah, fuck yeah. Listen, you want to know what? The current state of my bank account, I'd probably do it for 20 bucks. Guess what? Yeah, yeah, that's that's you want to know what? It hits me in the back, I fall over and piss my pants, and I sue the MLB. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, all, that's, always like, that's always like my, my dad's always like, ever since I was like young, he's been like, if you ever get in a car crash and you know you're not on the wrong, he's like, yeah. he's like, you it's fall out of the car and go, oh, fall on the floor and pee yourself or shit yourself. And he's like, you'll be separate life, buddy. Yeah, you I was piss like, your pants, you get like mental whatever. That's why like last year in the dorms, like when we used to like cross the street and like all you guys were like, what the fuck are you doing? It's like everyone get mad at me for like just jaywalking. I'm like, you know what? You hit me, you pay for my college tuition, damn it. <laughs> Every college student ever. Yeah, for real. That's funny. Um, had two no-nos last week, Rondon and Musgrove. No-no season is back and a go. I love it. It's, I love it's crazy. Two no-hitters in one week. I know. That's, I love watching wild. Mammo shots, and I love watching offenses put up 14 runs, but I mean – a good no hitter is also uh, not a bad thing to have on the TV screen. Almost a perfect game if you didn't hit him in the toe. Um, yeah. Did you see where uh, fans were getting mad at Josh Naylor for trying to run out that ground ball? Like he was hustling down first base and they were getting mad at him. That's, I mean. Well, you see, uh, I think it's Nim, Brandon Nimmo, like sprints the first at, after he gets walked. Like sprints it's the good. first. It's also like a huge like high school and college baseball thing. Like, if you, like, get pegged and, like, doesn't matter if you, like, fall on the ground or whatever, like, it's a hard 90 to first and it's a full sprint. Yeah. I like it, though. I mean, I don't understand how you can get mad at that. I mean, I understand there's a no-hitter going on. But yeah, like, but he's hustling out a ground ball. You know, you know how embarrassing that is to be on the team that has got no hit? Yeah. Like, it's ridiculous, man. I mean, yeah, you love to see it. Like, even if you're playing against him, you love to see it. But you also want to be the one to break that. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. This up. yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm better than And that's me. just baseball. So, that's, hey, baseball. Way too early hot takes. Um, this isn't a hot take, but nobody's beating the Dodgers. <laughs> this is not happening. Did you see where 201 consecutive yeah, home games they've been favored? That, no, next top is below 100. That is insane. Yep. 
201 games favored at home. That's crazy. Um, hot takes, though. I'm just going to do a very hot one. I'm just going to say the Red Sox win the World Series. Okay. I, I mean, why not, you hey, know? I'm not going to give you the same reaction I gave you preseason. <laughs> look, where, look where that turned out. Mine is going to be Yankees-Braves. Braves win the World Series. Oh, you want a matchup there? Yep. Oh. Because I think Braves win the World Series is not completely hard. No. It's definitely possible, but oh, my gosh. But, yeah. He, uh, what oh, my gosh. Like, what? <laughs> I was watching the game on the TV right here, and this catcher got so crossed up, <laughs> <laughs> and it just scared me. <laughs> yeah, that is um, rough. Way too early fun. hot take. Um, I say either I would say the Phillies either win, the, like get a wild card spot, or um, Degrom after the sh- what? That's not hot. How is that not hot? The Phillies get a wild card spot. Yeah, I mean, dude, they're not good. <laughs> <laughs> you, you heard it. Cam said it. Cam okay. And, or, Fair enough. Or, I mean, yeah. or my way too early hot take in the postseason, you know, shout out back. DeGrom wants to be a Met for life. He's going to leave. When's his contract year? This coming year. I think year. it's this year, yeah. Up. Yeah. So, okay, now we way, way too early hot take. Sorry, Beck. Wow. DeGrom, smell you later. He's going to the Rangers probably. No. Maybe Seattle. He's going to the Yankees. Dude, all I'm going to say right now is that if he goes to the Yankees, not only will I despise DeGrom, we might have to get I, will, back a I, I will have to get back a therapist, and then the icing on the cake will be I will have to click the mute button on every single Yankees fan that breathes. What? Casey, I'm not singling you out here. What about the Dodgers? No. Okay, okay. we got to get to some point. If that happens, the commissioner's got to step in and be like, nope, veto that crap. No, Rob. Kershaw, Bauer, and Dustin DeGrom. May, Dustin May, and Mueller, DeGrom. DeGrom. My, yeah, my hot take is that the Dodgers have uh, three guys finishing the top ten for Cy Young voting. Wow, that'd wow. be impressive. Three guys? Well, I mean, Bueller and Bauer, I feel like, are kind of almost locks and, like, not hot takes to say. But, like, Kershaw's off to the second best start of his yeah. career. And, like, like, he's getting older, so he might not be able to do it the entire season. But, like, he's going to roll and he's going to have run support and – and I think he's going to fit into his role nicely of, yeah, he's still their ace just because he's been a Dodger for so long and, like, he's done so much for them. But, like, he knows that he's, like, now, like, the third most yeah. talented pitcher in that rotation and he doesn't have all that pressure on him. So he's just going to go out there and show up without a care in the world. Yeah, I, I, can, I can see that, definitely. All righty. Let's jump into this time next week. Uh, I, I, would, I would just say we just – honestly, like, why don't – all right, since we've been on a little hiatus, why don't we just start clean with new records? We can do that. I mean, MLB yeah. started up. My, we'll last, do that. my last this time next week was Josh Bell get 20 bases total on opening weekend, and he didn't get 20 bases. He got COVID. So. Yeah, mine, <laughs> mine was uh, Kike hits two home runs, and he had a terrible opening day. I'll be honest. Day. I think it said something about Matt Moore shoving that didn't happen. Something said about Cunha, and he did not have a good first week. So, so let's leave it at that this time next week segment is now going to start fresh. Okay. Yeah. My this time next week is going to be that the uh, um boy this is hot no I'm not even gonna, I was gonna say like Patrick Corbin goes out and like gives up less than three earned runs but I think the only way he does that is if he like pulls his tendon in his elbow on the first pitch <laughs> so um well I don't know like Biden is impeached maybe that's not that's the only thing you can say is Patrick Corbin uh my th- my this time next week is that. Mm. The draft is over a week. Okay, never mind. 
I'll go that the... I got uh, Braves sweep the week. Okay. They got Yankees, Yankees, Diamondbacks, 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 and let up less than 20 runs. Oh, my God. All right. Over All right. a week? All right. Yeah. After you're just complaining about the pitching? I'm That's why I saw it. Oh, my Jesus, dude. Are you like, are you okay? When are you like? It's hot. I need to I'm going to say, are you sweating over there? Yeah. Um, you want to go, Cam, or me go? No, you go. All right. <laughs> so, I'm going to say, so what we consider hot, how many home runs for J.D.? Because he's been on tear. So, how what do you consider? Five or six. Five or six, I'd yeah. say four is hot. Ooh, okay. I will go with JD hits. I'll say four home runs, and then he also has, let's go, 12 RBIs. All right, all right. I mean, that's not, that's not too bad. Um, hmm. Cam, do you have yours? Or no. Zach, anybody? I got I'll let Zach go. Uh, if I say the Yankees are still in last in the AL East, is that hot? No, I mean, they've been sucking donkey wieners. What are the Yankees? Uh, you don't expect them to be at the bottom, so I mean, I would say that's yeah, I would say it's hot. hot. They're like they're only like well, let's see. But the Braves are just gonna kill them, so they're gonna stay. <laughs> they're a game and a half back of the Orioles. I'll say either yours hits or his hits, basically. Yeah. Okay, okay I'm gonna go. Uh, the Yankees are still in last. They gotta they gotta play the Braves, and the Braves seem like they're figuring out with the bats. And then they played the Indians four times, so they'll probably they'll probably win that series, but they probably gonna have to face Beaver once. Yeah. And I think Beaver wins that game, and then maybe the Indians scrap out one or two more. Who knows? But sorry, Casey, I'm going Yankees still in the last place because I have nothing else to go with. I love to see it. <laughs> Cam. Um. So I'm gonna go off topic. I'm gonna go off topic of sports. Oh. Okay. And, uh, and then lose <clears> your <throat> luggage on the way to Hawaii. No, that's oh, no, no. I'm changing mine. My this time next week is that something you've either missed a flight, like delayed <laughs> by twelve shit. hours, Dude, like something stop. with your travel. You're, 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 you're wishing you're wishing poor luck on me. Yeah. So all right, all right so, back on. My this time next week is something terrible has gone wrong with your travels to Hawaii. Man, Dude, you're a dick. But I know you're a luck, and I know that that's gonna hit. You're, you're a douche. <laughs> that's gonna right, hit. Well, I know you're Well. First of all, I want to sure so hope that doesn't happen. If it does, I will be um, perhaps spray painting the inside of Zach's apartment. <laughs> and uh, the icing on the cake for that one is my this time next week is I'll be back from Hawaii on Tuesday. So Wednesday, actually, because I'm traveling overnight. And I will come back more tan than burnt. Yeah, and, right. And <laughs> listen, and I like, I like, I tan to a decent extent, I would say. Like, I don't burn like that bad, but. I'm going to like UV ten compared to like UV five. It's so, eight here usually. Right, well, it's probably like ten plus over there. It's probably even higher than ten. So. Does it go over ten? I, I, I feel like it's probably well in the in the in the fairy tale world it does. So I'm gonna <laughs> come, I'm gonna come back more tan than burnt, and yeah, that's all I got. I think you, I think you need Justin's hat there because you're capping. Oh. Ah. So we'll, um, we'll have to we'll have to check me out as when I come back from Hawaiian style. Yeah, yeah we'll make sure to post a, a full body scan. Yeah, we'll put we'll put a a picture on Instagram or Twitter or something yeah. just to get hey, we'll get a poll going. Yeah, tan or burnt. There we yeah. go. Yeah. Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for coming out to this week's episode of the To Be Fair podcast. Hit us up on the social medias and uh, subscribe to the podcast. Are you are a certified stooge? Thanks for coming out. We'll see you next week. 
We love you. Go sports. We'll see ya. We love Here. the Red Sox. <laughs>